Welcome to this week's episode of Tech Talk. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan, and with us this week, we have uh, one of our guests, Viquel. Hello. And supposedly our other guest, a little bit later on, who would be Chris. Um, okay, so this week we have some interesting topics, I, I have to say. Uh, for starters, Vicky, you had some information about Apple Pay that you had uh, brought up a little bit earlier in one of our conversations. Oh yeah, with iOS 11.2 that they released on Saturday morning, which was a very, that was a very odd update release. Like I've never seen them release an update on Saturday, but it was out on Saturday and like as the week went by, they rolled out Apple Pay. Um, in regards to persons, persons being able to send cash via iMessage and so on. Like they'd have like in your wallet, you'd have like a little card and it would say, you know, Apple Pay cash. And I could just like show you a month that you have, like person sent you on that little card. Um, uh-huh. so that's. So Apple Pay cash? Yeah. That's what they call it. On a card. Um. Essentially, it's like, cause like, you know, inside the wallet app, like that's where you have like all your cards and et cetera. So yeah. like, they would have like one of those, but it would be an Apple version of it in a sense. They have a photo of it on the website. Um, yeah, they have like little Apple versions of it and like, it would show you how much, like with your balance on the card, like what you have so far on that. So like if I have, if someone gives me $20 and it should, I have $20 on, on the card. So there wasn't anything like that before for Apple Pay, like. No, Robert, we weren't able to. Well, we can't send it either way because, like you know, it's only available in the U.S. at the moment. No. But yeah, um, but they weren't able to send basically like cash via iMessage to person. So like now you have. So I could pull it up. Um. Okay. Okay. So like now with you have like this is like oh, this is a business. It's like the number could be shown. But like yeah, like they have like you see like the little pay icon in the corner there. Okay. That's like the yeah, like if I click that then it would send it to iMessage and allow me to basically transfer money to from my iMessage account to like their account. From like my or my card my bank account to like their account. So we can now basically pay or like transfer money to our friends via iMessage which we didn't really have before and like that was i guess you could say that, that was one of the key features in ios 11 and it finally came out like this week okay that's interesting yeah. when you really think about it because um how should i put it you've got an interesting payment system it's, it's almost kind of similar to the way how google does it with their payment system where you could send money via wallet to your friends via email except it's still a little bit different it just seems a little bit easier like i don't know and then i mean there is the whole paypal like comparing it to paypal as well yeah i'm like i personally feel still like you can't touch paypal that's just me like i'm probably just being biased but i just feel like it's, it's a nice feature to have, but in regards to touching PayPal, I don't think you can touch PayPal. Uh, I feel it. 
So, Mr. Juan, essentially what it's what it is is that let's say you go up to somebody and they owe you money or um, you go to a website that eventually starts taking Apple Pay. I'm not sure how many websites actually do take Apple Pay at this moment other than Apple's website. Apple.com. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a it's a means that you could actually get money from people either that owe you money or if you bought an item from somewhere and then they say, hey, you could just pay me via Apple Pay or something like that. They make it easier. I'm not sure about the transaction fees, so that's that's another thing. Yeah, I have to I, I have to watch some videos to see how it's actually done. They have, well, they have a, like, a mock-up video on their website, but I want to see it, like, from a person, from, like, a consumer purposes instead of, like, them showing us how to use it. I want to see, like, a consumer actually use it in front of my face or, like, on, like, a video online or something so I can get, like, the, like, the big gifs of it. But that's kind of essentially what it is in which you explained, whereas if... Let's say like I owe somebody five dollars. If I go, you know, they're sending to me via iMessage. I just go on iMessage, like or I can go inside contacts, find their contact, tap on the dollar sign icon, type in my amount, and send it to them, and that's basically the funds there. Now in regards to how it gets in your bank account, I'm not sure. I feel like that's probably situated with the wallet application because you have your cards which basically like all your bank information on the wallet application, which we can't really use over here. So I've never actually experienced it, but I think that's how it's situated in regards to payment. Honestly, I'm not sure it goes to your bank account because it kind of sits there in the wallet, like you mentioned, which is very similar to how PayPal works. I'm, I'm not sure they have something where you can transfer it to a bank. You may have to like use that as an alternative method to pay like if you go to a, a, a store and use nfc to pay or something like that yes yeah i, I think so I, well that would that would be that would be an interesting gesture if you're not able to transfer the fund to your bank account you can have it there like if you want to make payments to other stores well payments to like itunes or so on for person to interested in that type of stuff but true uh, Mr. Wan, essentially, the money would have to come starting from your bank account uh, or your card or whatever it is. And then that's what we're trying to figure out. Like, does it stick to your Apple account via Apple Pay? Or will you one, will you be able to get money, then put it back onto your bank account? Or does it just sit there and then you make payments until it's depleted? I like this guy. <laughs> yes maybe one day you'll be able to pay all our bills with just one apple product let's hope it's not an ipad hope it's... <laughs> we have enough people using ipads to do like everything from video recording oh my god it is so obnoxious when someone raises up their ipad to record during a meeting or some event or something like that. Yeah, so I'm like when they're trying to take pictures with their iPad, like I, I, I understand you know, it have like a decent um, megapixels for you to like be able to take photos, but like this thing is huge. Like, why are you gonna like lift that up to hold that to take a photo? And no. I feel like it's so odd. It, 
it's just no not why <sighs> and then i know a lot of apple people are saying like oh well they're moving away from laptops and they're going to yep. go tablets only and it's like don't do that because even the you could see you could see them pushing it their latest ad oh my well i'm not sure if it's the latest ad anymore but one of their more recent ads was so lame with how they tried to do it they're like and they they've actually been pushing ads in regular ipad pro ads and being like oh you know it's a computer type of thing like they have like that same type of thing with the computer from like last year so you could see them pushing the ipad pro on persons and be like oh you know this is like like they're kind of hinting that this is what we're going to be interested in like as the years go by like what's a computer like are we going to be having computers anymore but the thing is their ads are set in today's day and age that's like you could tell tell the comparison and then they use like people are freaking out over the the flip of the the keyboard cover is like <laughs> why why it's it's dumb She's just letting it fall. It's it's nothing special. She ergonomically, it is so stupid. She's quite literally grabbing the screen that is still on. The cover's flopping off the tablet, like, hey. And it's like, come on, Apple. You're better than this. Yep. I, I won't lie. Like when I first saw because like I saw I saw like the little clip thing on Twitter. Because I um, I have Talosive of tech. When he sends, like, when he tweets stuff, like I have it set to notify me. Like he tweeted, and I was like, "What is this?" And then like he cropped it specifically to that point. Whereas she did like the little flippy thing, and I get close. And I was like, "What? I was like, How does she do this?" And then like there were person, <laughs> there were person underneath the thread that was like as amazed as I were, I, I was, and like they came. Like one dude sat there, had somebody record it, and like he was trying to do it with his keypad, well his cover, but he was using like the regular smart covers and not the, the keyboard cover. So you know he's trying to do it with the cover or whatever, and like persons basically were getting on him or, or what's not. And then Talosev then went and he did it. Uh, like he did like a little video failed and like he did it again. So like it, it was it was kinda like a thing because like I was trying to figure, like how does this girl do? Like it just was I think I think the motion of it, because it moves so fast, and that was kind of like the big point of it. Because like she just did it so fast, and because it moves so fast, like your eyes just kind of like went from step one to five instead of step one, two, three, four, five. If it if it makes sense. I mean, I kind of get it, but I I see where it tumbles. She quite literally lifts it up from the top, moves it out, and then lets it go, and so it hits like that. The weight of it makes it go like that and then she grabs it and takes it like that so i mean i can i can get guess well, I, can, I, I can get it but i mean it's not that impressive it was impressive like how we even thought about that to put into ad like how did y'all know that the smart cover well the keyboard covers fall exactly perfectly like that to put in an ad they probably watched one of their kids do it and so said, hey, let's let's do that. Okay. And that's another thing, like they grabbed the perfect little child and they threw in the ad. And it's like, oh, you know, people are just going to eat this up because it's a child in the ad. Well, it's that and she kind of, 
I don't know. She reminds me of Eleven from Stranger Things. I think I think Talosova she called her that in the tweet when he when he did the <laughs> when he did the the, the crop and he's like what's my girl? I think he said what's my girl Eleven doing and I was there thinking I was like sure enough new commercial out and then, like afterwards I was like oh it's a iPad commercial. Okay, but I mean I don't know it it still just seems kind of weird. And I would like some more information about this Apple Pay card and that whole situation. Because I know initially you just took it from your bank account or your card and that's how you paid. But if it's storing yeah. funds, then that's kind of weird. It is. I have, like, they have, like, a little video mock-up so I could send that to you to show you how exactly... They use it to pay, but I'm not exactly sure where it goes afterwards. Okay, so that's something that we have to research and come back with. Oh, okay. So, let me ask you this, Vicky. Have you ever seen information about smart luggage? No. Do you have any idea what it is? Yeah, so like a luggage that rolls itself. Actually, there is one that does that. So yeah, that that's one of them. Okay. Hmm. I'm thinking that maybe it has like a fingerprint reader for locking. I don't know if any has that. Oh, that's me thinking too far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite like a smart TV. Um, essentially, what smart luggage are, there's a number of them that's been going about for the past two or three years now. But like Vicky said, there's one that will follow you and it's pretty much following your smartphone and the Bluetooth behind it to like follow t like one or two feet behind you. There's also the ones that you can plug in and charge your phone with and get information about like how far it is, that kind of thing. There's the one and typically this is where you find it where you would have a SIM card inside of it. It will be able, and then you can track to see where your uh, luggage is to make sure it's followed you to your correct destination. Um, it'd be interesting to see if there was one that like said someone's gone through your stuff or you know, kind of stuff. But all in all, people made a lot of deal, like a, a big, big deal about it. It hasn't really caught onto my interests all that much. I'm, I'm not. I like, I like, for me, I'm, I don't really cut my interest, like, from what you said. I have a portable, I have a portable charger if I want to charge my phone, and I don't even use my portable charger. I feel like my battery life is a-okay for me, coming from an iPhone user, yeah, so I, like, I'm okay with my battery life. I don't really need a portable charger. Um, my baggage getting lost, I think, because of... I think because of the way I'm 
was raised, like I already have like a mindset as to never be too far away from your luggage. Like, I don't know if your parents ever taught you that. Your parents ever taught you that? But like for me, it's always like you never, never be too far away from your luggage. Don't put your bag down. Like when you're traveling at random places and stuff like that. So like in regards to my being how far my luggage is, like that's not an issue for me. Um, I think. I think my idea would have been just a tad bit, just a little bit better, you know, like with the fingerprint being able to unlock my luggage because some person still use the keypad, not keypads, the locks with the current, the turn keypad thing Yeah. to unlock their luggage. Yeah. So like, I think like a fingerprint scan in that place would be cool, but at the same time, you'd also have to take in consideration how people kind of like fling your luggage around. So that means it have to be durable at the same time. And I think, I think that I'm more interested in the hard case luggage than I would be in a smart luggage. So I actually have a website from one of the companies that make said smart luggage. They've gone through their, one of their initial sets and now they're on series two. So I'm going to play that for <laughs> us. Um, I'll send you the link in a second as well. Dear Uncle, Remember when my friends and I, we had an idea to create the world's first smart suitcase? Remember that we went to you to borrow some money and you said, <laughs> Drop it. This is bullshit. What the f*** is a smart suitcase? You morons. Well, dear Uncle, a few things happened since then. We gathered our friends and family, we made a video, we went to the internet, and we launched a crowdfunding campaign. We had 10,000 people ordering the product. 10,000 travelers. So we moved to Hong Kong, the team got bigger, and we slept in factories until we shipped the product. Then everyone received their new bags, they traveled everywhere, they told their friends, and things went crazy. Here's the fastest man alive. Here's Shaquille O'Neal, Tony Hawk, Casey Neistat, even the Pope got one. We got tons of feedback, we listened to everyone, and I mean everyone. I even got labeled the bag. We took notes of everything. We kept learning, improving, designing, and executing to change the game again. So thank you, Uncle. You pushed us to do better. And here is better. Meet Series 2. Not one, but four products. Check. Cabin, laptop bag, and passport pouch. All connected to our new app, enabling global location tracking, supercharging capabilities, digital auto locking system, smart weight sensors, powered by our next generation technology to transform the way you travel. The new cabin, now 25% bigger inside, charges all your devices, including laptops. And the new check features four smart weight sensors that sync with your airline and prevent you from paying baggage fees. Both suitcases lock automatically when you move away, and you can track their location anywhere. The laptop bag charges all your devices as you move, notifies you if you leave it behind. It's TSA-friendly, expandable, and has every single pocket a traveler needs. And the new passport pouch also connects to the app, making your passport impossible to forget. Built with high-quality, water-resistant materials. The best protector for all of your essentials. This is what smart travel looks like. All products working together as a system to assist you along the journey. This is Blue Smart Series 2. And this is us coming back to you, our community.
with the result of all of our learnings and an insane amount of work, and with our products ready to ship to you. Thank you for watching and thank you for your support. Let's make it happen. So, Uncle, what do you think now? It's true what I heard that actually you can get laid with this bag. <laughs> and so, that's essentially what smart luggage is. Though, uh, there are a number of things that are going wrong now. Well, for starters, have you heard this whole thing about TSA friendly luggage? Like it's been around for a few years. Well, I haven't. So essentially, if you've got a laptop bag or a backpack, a number of them will say, oh, well, this bag is laptop is, is TSA friendly. Pretty much meaning that it can go flat when you like open up completely flat. And so they can see your laptop is like in this one side and the rest of your stuff is over here. The TSA says there's no such thing. They have quite literally told me that there is no such thing as TSA friendly laptop bags. You still need to take your laptop bag out. Well, your laptop out and keep it out of your bag and so on and so forth. But the second thing is apparently now they don't want you to have batteries inside these things. They want you to have batteries in your bag? They don't want smart luggage being on their planes, batteries. essentially. Yeah. Oh, okay. I understand why. Um, the, the whole reason behind it, for those who don't know, is essentially batteries have the potential to start fires which is the reason why there was a big thing about like you have to not be able to carry on laptops and stuff like that anymore and you have to put them in your checked in and then even then the checked in there was a problem because then the area in the back there it is more combustible and then you've got a bunch of like clothing with people's stuff so it's even more prone to like starting fires and so on and so forth so what's happening is they're banning it like well they're trying to at least so if we take a look it was a nice gesture though what is a nice gesture uh, the tsa friendly <laughs> it was a nice gesture it was until like I found out otherwise, but then I'm like, hmm. I could have gotten another backpack. But airline, according to uh, NPR.org, airlines including American, Delta, and Alaska have announced restrictions on so-called smart luggage because the lithium-ion batteries found in many of these suitcases pose a fire risk. These kinds of bags have proliferated in recent years, including motorized suitcases you can ride. Well, you can ride? <laughs> and one pitch is Autonomous Robot Companion, which is the one very similar to um, your suggestion that follows you around. And of course, prices on these can range from $275 to 1000 bucks or more, depending on all the bells and whistles. Who spends $1,000 for a suitcase? Well, I don't know. People spend a thousand dollars on a phone, so I can't, I can't put it, I can't put it past them. But I mean, that's a phone. That's something you have with you like day in and day out. 
a suitcase, how many times are you traveling? Unless there's someone who basically travels year round, they they kind of live to travel per se, in a sense. Like they have like a job that's constantly sending them on business trips, like every month or like every two weeks, something like that. That like I I think like that would probably just be the best option for that. But if you're if you're like an average consumer and you travel to maybe once a year, twice max, then I'm not gonna spend a thousand dollars on a suitcase to just sit in my attic. Hmm. I guess. Let's see. What's Mister One saying? What I think. Deleted link. <laughs> charging sports are oh, charging ports are everywhere in airports. Deleted link passport is always in my pocket. I won't see it because I cannot take it with me to my seat in the airplane. How many links? What the hell? Cards, GPS. I am not sure it will work globally. Lastly, it looks expensive. That's another thing about it. Like, it's saying you know it has 3G connectivity. That means it's going to be charging for data roaming. Who's going to pay for that? Same thing. So that's that's another like expense on top of it that you're going to have to do. So it's like, really? I I don't think so. I I really don't think so. Um, essentially, Lion. I mean, uh, I guess I could call it that. Lie ion batteries, which are the batteries that you know typically are inside these devices, have the potential to overheat and ignite, as shown in a dramatic fashion by the Samsung Galaxy Note 7, which the Department of Transportation banned from flights last fall after dozens of reports of the smartphone's batteries started smoking, catching fire, and exploding. In 2005, many airlines banned hoverboards because of similar concerns but yet last what was it oh yeah that was before the ban on hoverboards yeah sorry never mind um according to this beginning january uh 15 2018 customers who travel with a smart bag must be able to remove the battery in case the bag has to be checked at any point in the customer's journey if the battery cannot be removed, the bag will not be allowed. American said in a statement on Friday, the same day Delta and Alaska announced similar policies in their flights. American's policy dictates that if a bag is a carry-on size, passengers can take the luggage aboard. So long as the battery can be removed if needed, if passengers need to check the bag, the battery must be removed and carried on board. But if the bag has a non-removable battery, you're SOL. An FAA spokesman said that the policies are consistent with their guidelines that lithium-ion batteries should not be carried in the cargo hold. So, essentially, oh, and <laughs> they actually do make mention of it. Some luggage makers advertise that their bags are TSA approved, but TSA does not approve or endorse bags. And Fenson says that on American, there won't be any exceptions to policies no matter the manufacturer. So, essentially, uh, if you have one of these bags and you don't have a removable battery, you just wasted probably a good chunk of change. Essentially. 
Ah, we have our other guest, Chris. Who's not sure. There he is. Okay, so let's set this up a little bit so we can get both of them show up. Oh, also remember that's the Apple Pay Cash. You can transfer the funds from the Apple Pay card onto your bank account. Oh, you can? Yeah. That's good. That's good. It's interesting. Hmm. We're, we're, we're about to be a cashless world soon. Well, I mean, with the way how bit technology... Well, not us, really, but the way technology is going, I could see it happening very soon. Maybe, hopefully. Everywhere else for a while, at least in the street. Oh, I can kind of barely hear you, Chris. Oh, me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so essentially what we were talking about, Chris, was smart luggage and them now starting to be banned by airlines such as... Uh, American, Alaska, and I think it was Delta. Correct me if I'm wrong, Vicky. Yes, it was Delta. Okay. Uh, mainly because of the whole battery situation. Um, oh, so the scared is going to blow up like Samsung's phones? Yeah, essentially. So Samsung is ruining smart luggage for everyone? Mm, I don't know about that. By the way, I don't think I'm hearing... Those phones... I don't think we're hearing from your mic on your headset. It's be nice to have nice headsets. <laughs> no. Nope. Same thing. Touch your touch your heads. Touch your mic. No, nothing. But um, Mr. One, that's that's a very good point. Um. There's not a whole lot of... Re like, when I first heard about it... Like... My... The company that I worked for, the at the time CEO, was making a big deal about it. And in my mind, I was like... What's the real purpose? Like... I travel. I don't necessarily need to track my bag. If it's lost, they find it. If it's... I... Just carry it behind me. I don't need it following me. Like, that's just being lazy as hell. Um, like you mentioned, there's charging ports all over the goddamn airport. Uh, what, what do I really need a smart bag for? That then means I have to charge my, 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 before I go away, I have to charge my laptop, my bag, my phone, my iPad, my watch. This was like an extra thing. Time to charge because now you have to charge your bag, whereas I'm just headphones. like fucking. Touche, touche. So, I mean, you really should have no problem with this at all because you're all for charging headphones. So, what's another piece of actually, device to charge? I actually haven't charged my headphones or my case. I think I charged it once for the week. I think so, so I didn't charge it last week. My headphones are still going quite fine. Yeah, because you don't use them constantly. I use them at work constantly. I, I, like that constantly? 9 to 5. Constantly. Yeah, the 9 to 5, I have my headphones in. In and on and playing? Um, 
Yeah, most times. I listen to a podcast while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, you I, don't don't music. I, I don't know. I just don't buy that. It's like they let you just wear headphones at work. I usually have one air in and mm. it's okay yeah. with that. So when that one dies, then you just plug in the next. The yeah. Next See, now we got the truth. <laughs> um, Mr. Vaughn is saying that he can hear your fan, I think, Chris. Okay. Oh, Um. Oh, okay. That was quick. That was fast. Oh, that's much better. Much, much better. <laughs> there we go okay so yeah essentially they they're saying they don't want it in because of the batteries uh regardless of anything they're also saying and they reiterated a point that i made earlier saying that there's no such thing as a tsa approved laptop bag or luggage or anything like that even though places will market it as such so i guess we kind of have to live with things as they are now i like the i, I like the parent of it is really nice i must admit that but i guess the parents and execution is nice as well but it's more the terms as to who's going to spend that much money on a smart luggage why like if you if i'm basically actually i'm gonna say that are you able to sell it to me to a point where I feel so I need, 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 need this luggage in my life as opposed to just like a regular Samsonite luggage that's quite fine. I have no issues with traveling around with or carrying with me. And like you said, like if your luggage lost at the airport, like the airplane or like the airline finds it or the airline finds it, it's fine. So like why do I, like if you can't sell the product to me exactly as to say why I need this over the other one, then... And then, like, leaves the whole question as to why do I need luggage? It's like this, it, the, the luggage is basically kind of pushing me to be lazy, in a sense. Yeah. In case you lose it, you can find it. What are you talking about? Because, case, do, do you want to spend, like, roaming data charges? <laughs> well, I mean, there's too. that. It's charge, like, roaming data charges for your luggage. I mean... <laughs> On top of your phone bill, your watch bill, if you have a... Honestly, I'll just clip a tag on it. Like, just get exactly. one, like, one of the tags. And I'll just clip a tag on it. And then I can always find wherever it is for my smartphone. That's true. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like certain things. This is small or less. Is I can do this on myself. And I could save $1,000. So why do I yeah. need this level? Because they have G- GPS tags are super cheap now. Yeah. I... Like I was saying earlier, I don't need my lap. I don't need my luggage to follow after me, because then if I'm not holding it, all someone has to do is just grip it and wheel it away. Yes. Like seriously, it's just no. But have you guys heard about the quite well about this little argument that's going on between Google and Amazon? It's hilarious. I haven't heard. Please it's, it's truly hilarious. So essentially, uh, Amazon stopped selling a number of Google stuff like Chromecast, uh, their Google Home products, 
Google Wi-Fi products. I, I think they don't even sell their phones. So, um, Google asked them about it and people asked them about it. And Amazon's response essentially was, we don't want people to get confused and think that these devices support our services, even though they sell a bunch of other knickknacks here and there. And it's like, that makes no sense. So Google has reciprocated and they've taken YouTube off from Amazon's products, like the Echo and stuff like that. This is funny. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it, it sucks. Did they take off the, their all their products? I don't think they did. They didn't? Check. I don't, I don't know. That is really petty. I think it was a certain product. They, I'll check right now. Uh... Hmm. Mm. Okay, they still have the Pixel phone. They have the Pixel 2. Oh, oh, they took off the Nest um stuff. That's that's what's Ah, okay. Cuz I can find I can see the Google phones are here. Both the Pixel and the Pixel 2 are on Amazon. You can still buy those on Amazon. Um but the Nest products, those are gone. And that was a part of their, like, they were, like, kind of with the home thing going on. Um, that was, like, they have Nest, like, provided, like, the doorbell with, like, the um, the camera in it. So you can see who's coming at your door. Like, mm -hmm. those products. Like, those gone. The, the stuff that made your home actually a smart home. <laughs> they took those off. Oh, man, that's hilarious. It's funny. It's... I mean, it's it's got to be frustrating for those people who like have these Amazon products, though, to then no longer have access. And then, like, Chromecast, I think, doesn't have access to Amazon Prime Video and um, or Prime Music. And so it's kind of like, and then there's the whole thing with, uh, if I can find the exact one. Ooh. Oh man, that hurts. Oh, the Pixel 2 on their site is $1,080. Oh, that hurts. That hurts just looking at it. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, Amazon's dragged their feet for years releasing the proper Prime video app for Android. Even though, you know, it's pretty simple. I think they had it for iPhone a lot earlier. That's they updated it now, and well, that to me is dumb because like there's so many Android users, and then you're not gonna release an app. Well, fine. I mean, if you want to think, if you think that your app can compete on just your devices that don't have that much market share as Android, and Apple that also doesn't have much market share as Android, then well, okay, have fun. See how that worked out for Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat. Oh lord. That, that brings up a whole nother topic. Uh, Vine 2. I just feel like Snapchat right now is living off of purely AR. Damn, AR thing. Snapchat is not living. Oh, no. The reason why Snapchat is living is because people use it as a secondary messenger service. That is why Snapchat is um, surviving right now. Yeah, because everyone's because like, picking people... for it. 
Mm-hmm. People who don't use WhatsApp or Facebook or anything like that, what they use is Instagram and Snapchat. That's what they use primarily for their messaging purposes. That is it. Like I know a lot of people who have Instagram and they don't even use it to post. They have no posts and they literally just use it to message people. Like that's all they do. And people have like group chats and stuff going on on Instagram and stuff like that, all kind of stuff. Hmm. Must be a deep loner. I don't speak to anybody on any. Yeah, you are a loner. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I have I have the most people on my Snapchat, but it's just like. I think I think I stopped using site. it Who's that? at like 2014, 2015 is like when I like you could see I started slowly not using startup anymore. Mm-hmm. It's too time, too much time consuming. I don't know. People have time to share every aspect of their life on Snapchat. And they did update their Snapchat, update their Instagram, and update their WhatsApp. It's like yeah. pick a platform. No. Gotta have, like, everyone has to see. Everyone has to see. And if you're on all three, then you have to see it multiple times, like, obviously. Of course. But yeah, Google also sells their products on their own site. They have a Google store. Um, in the Bahamas, you have to use a VPN in order to get access to it. I mean, you could you could still see the stuff, you just can't buy it. What good is it <laughs> if you can't buy it? Like, you have to use a VPN, so, if you want anything. Is it the same as the Bahamian, the Bahamian App Store? Well, the Bahamian Apple Store. What? You have to use no, the no, no. I can order stuff off Apple stores from the Bahamas without a VPN. I've done it before. I've never actually used the the, the Bahamian store. Yeah. The only... Oh wait, the App Store? Oh, I don't know. No, like no, like the no, the Apple. The online store. Oh no, yeah, you can buy stuff from it. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it's only if you want to use the US store, you have to use like a VPN or something like that. And even then, I don't think you really need to. You just need to have an address in the States. Yeah. Like, I use the US. I have a US account, so I just like use the US store. They have, they have a wider selection. No. So I just use the US yeah. store to, to basically do everything. I don't necessarily get why they limit it. Like some places and some places get it and some places don't. Um, for, because of laws and regulations, they don't have copyrights for, you need like a global copyright and that's more expensive. Um, especially when it comes to like music and ah. distribution rights and stuff like that. So that is like a regional copyright. It's cheaper. Okay. I got you now. But then you've got okay. some places that essentially are just giving you, they don't have anything to do with videos or music or anything like that. It's just like a game or something. They or, just, they don't have the rights in order to, they have like, there's legal stuff that they need to have in place in order to sell internationally. And a lot of them don't have it. They just make sure they get for the big um, places that they know they're going to get a lot of money from. And then they wait until they've accumulated like a large amount of profit before they then push it on to like the other smaller countries that they're not going to get as much money from. I always, I always wondered why the U.S. App Store always had so much things compared to the Bahamian one. They never like, I felt like they they should have been like equal. And well, that was my mind thinking, but now I understand why. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, blame God. laws. Blame laws. Okay, so I'm seeing this tweet here from someone who actually got a message on their Fire Stick that quite literally says, starting uh, January 1st, 2018, YouTube will not be available on this device. If you continue to enjoy your favorite um, creators and videos in many other ways, please visit this particular link for a list of devices you can use. So they're directing them to other devices. And their statement says, we've been trying to reach an agreement with Amazon to give consumers access to each other's products and services. But Amazon doesn't carry Google products like Chromecast and Google Home, doesn't make Prime Video available for Google Cast users, and last month stopped selling some of the Nest's latest products. Given this lack of reciprocity, we are no longer supporting YouTube on Echo Show and Fire TV. We hope we could reach an agreement to resolve these issues soon. And they have taken away I hope a this escalates until the point where um, Google like drops Amazon from their search completely. Oh man, if it escalates to that point, I'll be that'll be so oh that'll be the best thing ever. This will be the best like internet war I've ever seen. Like they would run into so much problems if they actually do that though, because then they are showing bias. And like, is an Amazon. <laughs> The whole point of this argument is that one product is showing bias over the next. Like, Amazon is a marketplace. Like, they shouldn't, like, literally not have certain products there if, because you can set up as a third party, um, as a third party vendor. So there's nothing really that's stopping Google or, like, that should stop Google from making a third party vendor and selling their products. So how do you just wholesale remove a whole line of products? What? That's crazy. That's bias. In and of itself, that's already bias. Amazon is literally the Google search of shopping. Literally. That's what people that's how people treat Amazon. People say, Oh, check for it on Amazon. And then when you don't find it on Amazon, then you go to other places to try track for it. Try see if you can find yep. it. <laughs> so if you don't find it on Google, like I wanna see this escalate to when Google yuck amazon off the office that'd be hilarious oh that'd make my day that would make my year you just um, like to see the yes. world burn don't you just uh, yep. yes, yes, particular companies like amazon and google <laughs> just these big giant companies that feel like they feel like they could run the world but yet don't you use the majority of google's products because you have no choice well google is google does make good products that doesn't make mean that they're not thinking or trying to like they're not giant and they're trying to like overreach and just like gobble up everything. Mm. That doesn't change that. But you're enjoying their overreach. No, no, I'm enjoying their products. I'm not enjoying their overreach. <laughs> <laughs> the big difference. Well, I mean, they, they, overreached, the world. they overreached into phones. They overreached into like Chromecast. They overreached into YouTube. YouTube is trash. Like, I can't wait for the next, like, um, uh, site to come up and knock YouTube off their throne. You really think it's gonna happen YouTube. in this part of the world? Yeah, actually, a lot of people are getting quite fed up with YouTube. I think that's very close to happening. I, I actually, all I, I think Twitch might right be now. in. Twitch keeps their um, if Twitch keeps the road and don't do anything ridiculous. They could actually be the next YouTube. Um, What's what's wrong with YouTube minus the ads and I not Have being you not heard it? all of the YouTube drama that's going on? Like there's been like yeah. YouTube drama literally like from last year straight through this year. Like 
big serious drama the like, only where... the major drama i've heard was basically like a lot of my youtubers like their videos were getting demonetized that's videos are getting demonetized the trending um the what's trending now is completely hand selected by youtube which has been proven um it's not based on videos that are actually trending it's based on videos that are actually paying for those spots um like Jimmy Kimmel Live has been there and Jimmy Kimmel Live, I think like one of the episodes it was like, oh, this is trending and it was there for like 24 hours and it only accumulated like 100,000 views in that space of time. When there was like a whole laundry list of other videos that accumulated like a million views in that time and were not on the trending list. And so it's like, what is really trending? On top of that, this guy just posted a video saying how literally a popular verified channel stole his video, put it on their channel and it's existing there and it's completely fine. And not only that, but it got more views than his video did. Like it's a literally a blatant ripoff. They didn't change the music, they didn't change anything. And it's been it's been ridiculous. It's been ridiculous. Like these people have been trying to get um some type of justification, some type of help, especially with the demonetization, and they just nothing's happened. Like nothing's happened for it. Oh, oh one oh I don't really personally check the which trending. I usually go on youtube for specific youtubers essentially know, but some people do like some people literally yeah. just go on youtube and browse that like it's tv like that's what some people do and so yeah. people who are on youtube and who make content for youtube it bothers them because it's like so they literally have no shot at getting on the trending list simply because they're not fox they're not oh jimmy kim alive they're not like a big like studio who has like tv shows and stuff like that and who can put money in Google's pockets or YouTube's pockets. So but essentially Twitch has almost the same problem. Like like if you want to go live, you need to like you don't get seen unless you already have a lot of viewers. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you're at the very bottom of the list if you're live. Well, then I guess Twitch is not a great competitor for YouTube then. Well, oh well. And but I know a lot of people are upset with that, so it's just a matter of time before someone knocks them off. I mean, they can think that and people could be like, oh, like, oh, I don't see YouTube coming out. Yeah, of course not, because nothing exists yet to compete with them. But then when something does happen, then all of a sudden, everyone's going to migrate to that. Like, this, that doesn't mean that it can't happen. That just means it's, it's, we don't have anything yet that can compete against it. That doesn't mean that we won't in like three or five years. If I mean, YouTube moves, then I move. If they don't, then I stay. <laughs> I think a lot of people would move if if there is a platform where they can host their stuff. Because right now, I know a lot of people are resorting to, like, um, right now, I think it's fine because people are resorting to Patreon. So people can still get money through Patreon um, because of it. But if Patreon, like, goes down or, like, cracks down on them and they stop doing that, then uh, I don't know. I think people then would. Well, I mean, Patreon's already starting to crack down on certain things, um, like the whole nudity and whatnot. But I mean, in a sense, that's kind of not the stuff you really want anyway. Like, that's one of the problems Twitch has, where with booby streamers or titty streamers or whatever you want to call them, then then they <laughs> don't laugh, Vicky. <laughs> it's, it's a serious thing. Like, you quite literally have these people that are just sitting around with their cleavage out. Or like changing their outfits for guys or women who are paying them money, like or d donating uh, via the via Twitch, and then that's that's it. 
maybe they may be playing a game, but they're playing it half-assed because then they're going to stop in the middle of the game to, like, jump up and down or something like that. And so it's kind of like... Fan service. Yeah, it goes a little bit beyond fan service at that point. I like how you how you kind of, like, gave them a name. Like, oh, no, that's titty- not me. That's not me. That's That's what the internet has deemed them. Titty Uh-oh. streamers, boob streamers. Cleavage <laughs> streamers, whatever you want to call them. Flesh streamers. <laughs> okay, that sounds kind of gory. Unless you got a light in there. <laughs> Why, Chris? <laughs> Why? Why would you... <laughs> Oh my god. You didn't get it? You didn't get it. <laughs> for you if you didn't get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, okay, so have you guys heard about this in this revival of Vine? Yeah. Huh? Vine apparently is wanting to come huh? back to life. Huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. Huh? You heard me. Huh? Mm-hmm. I don't think I did. <laughs> <laughs> Vine's creator tweeted a what some are calling a cryptic tweet image with the Vine logo with a two after it. And they're taking it to mean that Vine is looking to make a comeback with Vine 2.0 or Vine 2 or whatever you want to call it. This is coming on the heels of Snapchat supposedly getting a new UI, but most of us not seeing it. And Instagram apparently wanting to make a DM version of their app. Yeah, because Instagram knows that a lot of people are just using it for messaging. So they want to segment it because a lot of their users right now are segmented. Where you have a large chunk is literally just using it for messaging. And then another chunk is using it to actually, you know, share um, images and stuff. So they're trying to separate those users. And that's why they're making another app. But isn't the whole purpose behind Instagram to just share pictures? Yes, and there are people, a large percentage of people on Instagram who do not do that. They only use it for the messaging services. So that's why they want to separate their users. They want to separate the people who are just using it for for the images with the people who actually want to use it for the pictures. That's why they're making another app. So we've got Facebook owning WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, and now Instagram Messenger? Like, how many? This is almost as bad as Google and their messengers. No, actually, yeah. this, no, it's not because this one is actually smart. They're actually doing it with a purpose. Google has no purpose behind their messengers other than the fact that they have a bunch of different teams working on messages at different times. That is Google's problem. Instagram has a problem, whereas they have two, they literally have a large percentage of users who are currently on their app not using the photo portion of it and only the messaging portion of it. So what they want to do is provide a messaging app for their users that only use the messaging side. That's what they're doing. It's because it's currently there. Like this is currently the case. This is currently the situation. You could grab like 20, 17 year olds and ask them how much of them actually use their Instagram to actually post stuff on it versus messaging. And I can guarantee at least 50% of them will say they only use it for messaging at least okay so here's the thing 
why make another app? Why not just make one app to integrate they, both? When you have analytics and when you have data, you want the data to be separate. The only way they can get the data separate is if they make two different apps. Okay. And then we also have we also have like plenty. Well, now I feel like in this day and age, like you shouldn't like there should be no reason why you can't have storage in your phone because the base of upgrade to like thirty two gigs. But like you have some persons out there who have like low storage on their phone and they want like everything to be in problem. one app. It's a personal problem. It's a There's money a problem too. That's a personal yeah. problem. That's a personal problem. It's a yeah, money a problem. Yeah, money problems are like personal. <laughs> Well, like there are a lot of people out there that's using like i'm not uh, saying they're not a lot i'm just saying that that's a personal android device or iphones with like 16 gigs which manage i don't storage properly way. like i mean i'm not going around saying like if you can't manage your money properly then you broke what you want me to do about that i can't do nothing about that so if you can like if you run out of storage space well manage your storage properly like don't have like a bunch of apps on your phone if you know you can't take it well if they use them with their, their, their like essential apps they need those apps. Get an up-to-date phone. <laughs> up to date. Well then, well then, then well, work around what you got. But you behind. That means I must tires. give up. I must give up Instagram. You don't have to give it up. Just work and have your best it works. Basically, on Instagram because they decided they want to do a standalone app for messaging. Yeah. And I can only post, if and you, I like communicate to my friends via listen, text message. If you are a poster, comments. and that's what you do on Instagram as you post, then just don't install the messaging app. That's it. If you are someone who uses for Messenger, well, then guess what? You could remove the, the, the normal Instagram and just install the Messenger. There you go. What about businesses that use it for both? Then, I mean, so they they can afford it. They have no they space have issues. If you're a business, you have no space issues. And if no, you should so not have if, space issues. What if you're a small business, you know, just like being established use and, you know, you're trying to get off, you're trying to get both. off the ground. Use you both. don't have like a proper money management just as yet. If to, you are a small business money. and you cannot afford a decent phone in order to have both Instagram apps on it, you ain't making it in a way as a business. Well, like you're wow. like, you're, you're, you're like up and coming though. I don't, you if you're up and coming, you're not making it anywhere as a business because that is like bottom of the line, like simple, like simple. Like I'm questioning now, can you afford laptops for your staff? Because I mean, if you can't even afford a decent phone, how are you getting, how are you getting your staff decent equipment at all? Well, you know, it's a, it's a small no. business that's just up no. and coming. You're trying to sort no. things out. No. It's probably just only you at the present moment. You well, then if you can't, if, honestly, I think you have bigger problems than getting Instagram. If you can't afford to get a phone as a business, um, then you have bigger problems than that, than, than getting Instagram and being on Instagram. But Instagram Instagram would be like a key source for social media marketing. Then you would have already had all the stuff in place in order to get, because then you would have already proven that, look, yeah, my business can survive on Instagram because you've already had it and already doing these different things on Instagram. So that's moot. <laughs> I think he is here, Mr. Wan. Instagram is sponsoring him. <laughs> I hate Facebook. I can't stand Facebook, and I don't like Instagram. Like I had to, like I was forced to join Instagram. True story. I really was. True story. True story. It was not me. I did not force him. Just, just you know, saying that out there. I was not the one that forced him. I feel like I lack. I lack a lot of social media interaction now. If it ain't Twitter. You're not really Twitter. on. A, you're not really on Facebook or anything like. That. I'm not really on Facebook yeah. either. I, I go on Facebook every I'm like so there. close to deleting my Facebook, but the only reason I have it is because I realized it, would, it wouldn't matter. 
like Facebook will still know who I am. They'll still have all that information on me. It just, it just wouldn't matter at this point. I need it for work, so I can't. can't. Plus, that's unfortunate. I don't need it for work. Plus, work to actually manage account. the um, the Facebook page and stuff like that. I think I go on every. I go on maybe once or twice a week for but a day. You don't need a laptop. personal account to do all that, though. You could all do that from like a work account. Mm. I just go on and I like basically we share a bunch of stuff. My life is either Twitter oh what's up instagram instagram actually is more fun than facebook even though i don't use it a lot and i don't have a lot of people followed um just it, it just is like the whole like when i go on facebook all i see is like a bunch of video after video after video and it's like if i want to see videos i would just go on youtube like why and so i just bounce from facebook completely because facebook has set the logarithms to make it so that videos are one of the most seen things followed yeah, by images nice. and then text that's messages, why I don't be on Facebook, text so. and it's like they they screwed the algorithm that made them popular no they're just Instagram, oh Instagram my goodness has Facebook has got to try to be the next YouTube they are that that's kind of one of the plans you can't search for videos yet but when you can search for videos then yes they will be the next YouTube they're See, trying to get more people to competitor. move there there you go this is a YouTube competitor, Facebook. Facebook is so piece of... No. I will... <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you like it or not, but they're the best next candidate. And they're trying and they're actually pushing towards it, so... They are trash, though. You will have, you have to pay for your stuff to get seen. Period. You currently do anyway, so... Not At with... least this way you can guarantee your stuff guessing because you can't, ah, you're right. You can't do that with YouTube. You're just screwed with YouTube. That's it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you say, oh, yeah, I want to be on trending. Guess what? Too bad. Oh, I'll give you this money. Ah, we don't know you. Too bad. But it's money. Ah, we don't care. Too bad. In fact, we'll just block your email outright. How about that? We're not going to answer any of your emails. We're not going to do anything. Like, YouTube is ridiculous. Well, with Facebook, they're going to say... Oh, sure, we'll take your money and then only give you like 30% of the views that you probably should get. Hey! 30% more that YouTube would give you. Mm, I don't know about that. Because <laughs> that's the problem. Like, if you can search, if you like, once Facebook adds search for video, then they'll be, they'll be an uh, actual competitor against YouTube at that point. Mm. Doesn't Maybe. matter whether you it, like it, it or not. It depends. If you can search for videos on Facebook, then that is literally the only thing stopping them from being a YouTube competitor right now. I honestly say it depends because then you come to people, when you take a look at some of the things that they have on their website, like games and other little knickknacks here and there, they're not put together very well. They're very rickety rack and patchworked. So? And it's not a good quality. With so. YouTube, YouTube at least has a certain standard. It may still be bad, Remember but it's, YouTube it's still when it first the started? standard. Remember YouTube when it first started? That's Facebook right now. YouTube when it and started was still better. Than... There's a lot of there's a lot of freebooting that goes on Facebook right now. So it's not like the videos that are on YouTube aren't on Facebook. They are. It's just a matter of fact that you can't find them unless you have certain people um, liked on their page pretty much and the only thing facebook has to do is say hey you can search for videos outright so you don't even need to like this page but this page can produce videos and you can find it because you can search for it um that's it game over well not game over but they'll become a competitor of youtube will they do good will they succeed i don't know but they will be a competitor of youtube at that point mm.
I guess. I, I don't see them getting too far with it, but that's just me. That's because they're hiding in so much different parts. Agreed. Agreed. It'd be... But I can see them eventually getting there, like I said. I mean, we're not talking about tomorrow. If that can reasonably happen within two to three years. Yeah, I, I could say that. I have a that feeling... Reasonably happen two, three I have a feeling that the next, the real competitor won't be Facebook. It'll come from somewhere else. Maybe Twitch. You never know. Um, you can't really search. Yeah, yeah I, you can kind of search for videos on Twitch, but it's not all that great. But, mm -hmm. I mean, there are a number of creatives who have started moving their stuff over to Twitch. So, I mean, it's not too far-fetched. I mean, Twitch is a... Twitch has one person who I'd say may be a competitor. Facebook is another. Um, I don't think they'll be, like, YouTube killers. I don't think that'll happen. But I do think that they can compete against YouTube and they can take a decent amount of traffic from YouTube. Well, not traffic, but a decent amount of creatives from YouTube. Mr. Juan, do not mention Daymotion. Do not mention that. What is that? That is cancer. Cancer that incarnate. Comment, that, con, that comment gave me cancer. Like, uh, <laughs> VO, Daily Motion. No, Vimo was not trying. Vimo is very specific on what they want. They want like more artistic videos, which they've always said. Always been about that. Well, I, I meant Vio, V E O A. Oh, Vio. Oh, okay. Well, oh. Mm. Uh, they tried. They're trying. But... They've they've been trying and failing for the past like how long? Four years now. But um, I don't know. It's. <laughs> It's a <laughs> my faith in certain like competitors is about the same level that I would have faith with Snap actually coming back and being something that's worthwhile. You I just mean see Vine. It. Oh yeah, Do Vine. It for the Vine. Do it for the Vine. Kill it for the Vine, please. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, kill it for the Vine. I really want to see. <laughs> I really want to see how it's going to turn. Like uh, okay, wait, I saw it. I saw the post on Twitter. And like you know, some person's kind of like subtweeted it and was like, "Oh, well, you know, it's gonna come back for about what, a couple months or like a year max for you guys just to jump it, like dump it again, and basically go back, like go goes back and basically get shut down again." Because like right now, even though Vine is gone, like they still have Vine camera, but where it's allowing you to post videos, well, short um, Vine clips on Twitter, in which I I really don't see much people using it, and I think the app store rating for it is kind of low so like i want to know like what gave him the idea to think that you know we could come back with buying 2.0 and it'd be okay i guess this is like the whole snapchat and nice. instagram stories type of thing but then like he has to compete with snapchat and instagram now so this is like what, what are you going to give me that they aren't they aren't already giving me they have nothing uh, to give the slogan do it for the vine <laughs> okay that's it <laughs> Right, it's something more than that. Cause like, if, if so, then you're gonna come back. You're gonna use it for like a month or so, and it's gonna die down. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see. That. I really don't see that making it. No. Oh, that's so sad. Oh my goodness. From the moment like Instagram and Snapchat came along, well, the moment Snapchat came along and started doing videos, Instagram started doing their like little clippets of videos. Vine was dead. Vine already like had its grave dug, the tombstone signed. It was just waiting for it to pass. 
Zombie Ops. Oh, man. Wow, that is actually an interesting name for it. Apps that just keep coming back from the dead. Yep. Imagine Flappy Bird coming back now. That would be the greatest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> it would be a zombie app. <sighs> I miss well, that game. There's so much Flappy Bird ripoff, though. It wouldn't. It, it wouldn't matter anymore. Like it's. It's over. It matters to me. It's not. It's not the original. I want. I want the original. Yeah. Well, the guy who made the original said, "Screw all y'all." So. Exactly, make the money and dip out. No, actually, he um didn't like all the fame. He wasn't expecting it to blow up so much. Yeah. And all so. the violence, the violence from 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 the people game. Destroying that their phone. People yeah. killing. Well, people attacking. No, he was getting. No, he was getting too much attention. That's what he didn't like. He didn't care about any of that. He really just didn't like the fact how, how much attention he was getting. That's what he said. So he just shut it down. It's a small town kid. And he was in um. He wasn't. In, he didn't do it to become big. Like how a lot of people make apps because they want to make it big and make it famous. Like him, he he just made it because he thought it was fun. And then it blew up, and he was like, "Oh, okay, hold on, let's pull back a bit. It's too much." So he removed it. That might have actually been a very smart thing because then it never had its time to die. It. Just was. It was there one minute and gone the next. And gone the next, yes. Yeah, so it it never had that slow and painful death that most apps do. But I mean, again, he wasn't like trying to make it big again, like most apps try to do. He just made it, and that was it. You know, it was so simple. Like, I mean, what would you do? Well, at least you know, at least he could say that you know his app went down. Well, he took his app down with a left in dignity. Like I would have forget. just left it up and just get the money from it and be like, well, it's a completed app. Um, I'm not doing any updates, so scroll y'all. <laughs> That's pretty much what I would have done. At least keep the money, but mm-hmm. so many people are asking for so much different stuff, like rights to this and rights to that, and they want like a flappy version of this because they have to ask rights to get the rights to do it. And it wasn't until he took it down, then at that point, it opened it up the market for everyone, anyone to do whatever. Since he pretty much said he doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Ah, oh. that's so a we, lot of money. Now, persons yeah. with i well iOS eleven devices can't even use Flappy Bird. Like, even if you purchase it from like illegal places, can't use it because the app wasn't updated. They they decided to um, they basically cracked down on all the old updated apps that all the old apps. Thirty two bit apps. Updated. Yeah. So like once you have them updated to have your app to be like a sixty four bit, then poof, I can't no I can no longer use you. So that means you have to watch me play Flappy Bird. Well, <laughs> yeah, potentially. Uh, okay, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Plus, y'all enough emulators. Oh man, it's such a sad life y'all live. Well, there is a site that you can get emulators on. For iOS? Yeah. There's a, there's a site, like, well, there's actually a few. If you download it, you can have it for, like, a week or two, then Apple's going to, um... Yeah, so you can't have emulators, basically, all breaking the law. But then, like, there's a, there's a, there's a, yeah, yeah, that. And I guess the next site where you can basically pay, like, $10 a year, and you can have the emulator on your phone without it being revoked and so on like that. Which emulator is that? Oh, I can have um, basically GBA for iOS, IDS, 
Um, they, they like they had like they have one. Well, on that site, when once you buy the subscription, you can basically download any app on their site, which is the emulators that they have, which is like a few. Because I think they have the Nintendo 64 one as well. Then, well, they had the Flappy Bird one, which I can't really use Flappy Bird now. Don't call off um, a single emulator that I would even want yet. Well, GBA for iOS is like the best Game Boy Advance emulator for iOS devices. So like that's that's one. Um, they have the I think they have a PlayStation one as well. They have the NS NES one. They have a few. And you know, like the guy that originally made GBA for iOS is making another emulator at the present moment called Delta, where I think he kind of like smashed um, most of his emulators into one app and you can use it there. Yeah. That's very unfortunate. The emulator scene is a very sad scene for iOS, so I'm very unfortunate. It is. Like, the, whole, the, whole, the whole revoking thing is what kind of like upset me after a while. And I just was like, you know what, freak this, I don't need these. And I just like took it off my phone. I mean, I had a subscription, but I really didn't use it, so it's like okay. So are they just controlling y'all? They're protecting y'all from them. Potentially, like if if it's not an app store, then you could basically forget about it. How we know Apple ain't about protection because they don't give you control to do what you want to do. They tell you this is what you're gonna do, and bam, that's it. They're not trying to protect you. Protect you is hey, this is like we don't turn this off. Like you better not turn this off. And then you turn it off, and it's like we told you not to turn this off. Apple is like, nah, there's no option to turn it off because we're not going to let you. We're going to keep you in this box. Yep. Oh, by the way, I, re- I think I realized why they moved the auto brightness from where the settings were originally was. Because with the new um, phones now, in the place of auto brightness, they now have the true tune toggle on and off option. So I think that's probably why they moved it. Because they want you to focus on the true tune and last auto brightness true tone is the back camera though isn't it mm, no true tone is let me double check i, I think so it is um yes true tone this is like this little this little satin thing here Whereas, like, if I, it, it basically adjusts my screen to the surroundings that I'm at. Oh, like, right, right, that, yeah. that, that. But, so it's basically um, auto brightness. No, it makes it uh, warmer or colder, the screen. So you either get it yeah. more blue or more red. Which, they could have just added so another like a toggle. a slightly different version of auto brightness. Auto, yes, essentially. <laughs> it's, like, it's literally the same thing as auto brightness. No, it, it doesn't. It's just also adding color to it. No, because they don't make it dimmer or brighter. Yeah, it just... It just, it just yeah, changes the color. Well, yeah. Okay, so... That's so still the, a form of the screen. It's still like brightness. No, it, does, it doesn't change the brightness. I'm, I'm not saying it changes the brightness. I'm saying it's like changing the brightness. I feel they could have still left that toggle there, just like... How much, I'm, hold on, show that screen again. Show us how much space there is on the bottom of that. There, there's space for them to have, like, keep it there, but I guess it didn't mean Wait, it. they removed it from the settings menu? From the display and brightness <laughs> yeah. menu, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh no. no. They 
They hate y'all, boy. They don't like y'all. Like, you, like you move yeah. a setting that deals with the, the brightness from like the brightness setting. They don't, they don't like y'all. They, they want y'all pay a thousand dollars for the phone and they don't even like y'all. Wow. That's probably why. It's like, boy, we don't like these people, but you charge them a thousand dollars, but... Like, I noticed, I, I, I was doing something. I went inside the text for my phone, I was like, hold on, wait, did I just see True Tone? I was like, oh, that's why they removed it, and like, because like, True Tone was like, like one of the focus, the focus point that they was pushing. There, but you don't need to remove a, an option in order to add another option, like, that don't make sense, just add the option. Like, you don't need to remove a setting feature in order to add another one like no, you they, moved don't. It, they moved it to somewhere else i can't even remember where they put it see like, that's the right problem <laughs> that that's the exact thing <laughs> they don't want you to remember anyways y'all have fun with that um android users i mean apple users sorry yeah because we we have that straight from the drop down yeah they just add on to us like that's it the only thing they do is recategorize stuff and that's it and that means like the whole like whole sections get split up or merged together. They don't like <laughs> cherry pick stuff <laughs> and throw them around the place and hide them. Like we're playing like a hide and go seek game. Like, <laughs> like legit, I, I really can't remember where it is. <laughs> they probably just remove it straight up. No, it's, 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 it's still there, but like it's intentionally being hidden. Like... Is it still there? Because she can't find it right now and she's looking. So are you sure? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I haven't like, heard anything about it being removed. Do you remember me seeing it after they removed it, but now... Sure? You sure that wasn't just like a memory from before they removed it? Yeah, fine! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think legit... I legitly can't find it. Like, oh wow! My. That gone. That's still there somewhere. Just... Somewhere. Yeah, it, it's that somewhere. Gone. It's just like yeah, it's where it is then. You don't want to use it. Uh huh. Yeah, that gone. That's <laughs> <laughs> so gone. That's <laughs> so gone. <laughs> uh, auto brightness? Nah, nah, fam. I know. I know mine. Oh, I found. I found it. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is in right, um, accessibility in here. Wait, who's like, going accessibility? <laughs> You go. You have to go to display accommodations, and then that's where it is. Like I don't think you can see it. Accessibility is for those people who yeah. <laughs> have oh. special needs. Need, so need. simple, right? So simple, right? I mean, it just it just works, right? Uh, it was simple. I, I feel like I want to turn. I know. Off. I don't have to spend five minutes trying to find my auto brightness setting. I, could, I really can remember where I put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll have a whole booklet on just how to find the brightness. <laughs> oh man! Like Apple phones, I feel like I actually need to read the instruction booklet. Really? To find what I need, yeah. Like if, anytime you try to find like any type of advanced setting, like you can just forget it. Like just Hold forget on. it. Chris, so quick question: What, what booklet? They don't have a booklet. They don't give you a booklet inside the box. But they don't like you, Alvin. You have, oh, you have to go yeah, in line. We get like a little, yeah, like a little paper saying how you, like you turn it on, etc. They don't like y'all. They don't oh, like y'all. The only real paper inside like there is that and like the product, like. They don't like y'all at all. Just they don't like y'all. Product information, which is just I'm sorry, like. But this, the company you sometimes that you love get. hates you. 
<laughs> you don't always get the <laughs> stickers. You know this is a one-sided relationship that you in. Well, really. if the ecosystem is there. One-sided relationship. Oh man. Do I need to bring back the um, domestic abuse analogy? <laughs> I like the ecosystem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So before we go any further with that, I think we're gonna end this week's episode. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank my viewers for coming on and watching the show, and my commenter, Mr. Wan. Uh, I'd also like to thank my guests for coming on today's show, The Quell. Welcome. Uh, and Chris. Yep. And don't forget, we'll be back more than likely next week. With esports wrap on Tuesday, 6:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and another episode of Tech Talk on Thursday, 6:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, if you are watching this either on, well, if you're watching this on Twitch, feel free to follow and/or subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to subscribe, and that way you'll get notifications for when I'm actually like uploading stuff. Or if you're listening via podcast, feel free to follow. Or check out the website, morecookies.com. Until next time, enjoy your cookie.